Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 256 of We Podcast, and we know things where we recap all of the week's nerdy news. My name is Greg Hall, and alongside of me, as almost always, the best damn voice in the business, Sam Matura. M. Cassini, you bastard. <laughs> yeah, so we had promised you a big show tonight with one of our listeners. Uh, unfortunately, he could not make it very last second. We wish him nothing but the best and hope everything is okay. But it's just Sam and I tonight, so everybody who is excited about that, we're sorry, and it will happen eventually. Blame Mike. Jeez <laughs> oh, Louise. Harsh. Uh, I kid, I kid. Yeah, uh, so in all seriousness, um, hope everything's all right. And if you were looking forward to it, We'll have him on eventually. We promise. He's a he's a Pretty good tragic. dude, and he's uh he's a majority of the reason the the pod lights are still on. So we appreciate Mike in every way possible. So we got a big show for you tonight. We we're hoping we could do it for three people because it is just that ginormous. So you're just gonna have to stick it out, Sam and I. It's it's still big. Don't get me wrong. We got a ton to talk about. We're gonna lead it off with our picks of the week and some trivia. Twelve for me, eleven for Sam on our race to eleven win by two. Then we're gonna talk about. The DC fandom, the second fandom last year's was a rousing success. This year's had some big stuff. 66 million total viewers across the four hour event. Well, not concurrently, like they're counting all the trailer views and stuff, but still that's a ton of people that were exposed to some really good content. And we're going to talk about the entire thing. So we have all the announcements, the biggest ones we'll dive in uh, from the Batman to black Adam to all of it. Excuse me. And we're going to give our top three from the fandom. So looking very, very forward to that. From there, we got exactly Uno, one story in movies. But it's a big one as Disney and Marvel have shifted their release schedule and a lot of movies have been delayed. Ah, it's like we never left. The way <laughs> is the hottest part. We'll move into TV where we got Ozark, Hawkeye, the Continental, and Cowboy Bebop news. And then Sam will take over in gaming where we have our favorite segment every month, the NPD for September of 2021, which are the best-selling games of the month. I'm going to talk a little bit about how Nintendo done fucked up. And then uh, also kind of Microsoft fucked up, but not so much. They can't really help it. Uh, but they are giving us something very cool. Some Elden Ring news, some uh, God of War news. And then unsurprisingly, Cyberpunk 2077 got some bad news today, which is Thursday. The, or, I'm sorry, Wednesday, the 20th of October. So in the most unsurprising news ever, we're going to have a negative story about CD Projekt Red before Sam takes it over for the return of the OGCGC Spotlight of the Week, and we will get our asses on out of here. But let's start where we customarily do with our Picks of the Week. Pick of the Week this week, I finally finished it, Star Wars Visions. Ted Lasso. <laughs> not, not yet, my friend. Yo, but did you like that... Uh... That uh, Batman trailer, like Ted Ted Lasso esque, I tagged you in. Huh? I I tagged you on something IG. It was um. It oh was yeah, like, yeah 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 yeah. Okay, so I I thought it was funny. That is good. I remember. Yeah. But again, I don't know. Somebody this, somebody made that on Twitter like months ago. I saw that. Oh, this oh, was the first time I saw it. I was like, I don't even get it like that much, but I'm sure it's great. But I tagged it. <clears throat> so again. So it's a well known on the pod. Me and you, we're not huge Star Wars fans. We like we we like it, but we're not like diehards. So this Star Wars Visions was basically an anime anthology series on Disney Plus that it consists of nine short films produced by seven different Japanese animation studios. And 
out of the nine, I would say, I would say six or seven. I I loved. There was one or two that just fell flat for me, but I think my my favorite episode was episode one and seven, the duel and the elder. The first one was with Lucy Liu and Brian T. David Harbour, Jordan Fisher. They voiced in um, the episode seven, the elder. It was just a different take. It was awesome to see Star Wars in different types of anime of different interpretations. The fighting was awesome. The voice was actually pretty good. David Harbour, he never disappoints. I kind of think just one in seven just stood out. As soon as I saw him, I was like, okay, I want more of this, please. I got the other things, okay. But if they continue that storyline, I'm in. I want more of it. There's nine episodes, very short. I know We know you're not a huge animation guy, Greg. But this is 13 minutes to 22 minutes. If you just watched episode one and seven, I think you're fine. I, I think you would really enjoy it, get a different take on Star Wars, a new perspective. I hope we get a, a season two. I don't see anywhere written that it, it it's up, but it's got a 96% on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, it just dropped September 22nd, came out. Sure, you could bang this out. Whether you like Star Wars, whether you're not, check out Star Wars Visions. Mine is also a TV series, a little known TV series, and I hope to bring people into this world a little bit because I don't think a lot of people know what it is. It's on Netflix. It's called Seinfeld. Uh, a little, never little. heard of it. <laughs> Dude. Never heard of it. So I never grew up a Seinfeld fan. It was always on right after The Simpsons on Fox, and I was always disappointed in that because I was like, all right, time to turn it off. Seven o'clock. I know what, you know, I know what time it is because I have to turn off the TV. So Never really connected with me as a young person. I understand why. Um, but recently it came back to Netflix on October 1st. And why not at this point? I'm just going to give it a shot as an adult. And boy, howdy, it's quickly becoming one of my favorite little like nighttime or really early morning, just chill shows to either go to sleep to or to just have a quick laugh. Or if I'm feeding the baby, it's a wonderful companion while you're feeding the baby. 22 minute episodes. Boom, boom, boom. There's your bottle. So like I, I really have enjoyed it a lot. And I've compared it a little bit to Friends and not for the content. They are vastly different shows from that perspective. I mean, in reality, it's about a group of friends. So it's I can see similarities, but the humor is a lot different. And Ashley said, like, what, can, what do you mean? How can you compare them? They're kind of, you know, usually Friends is, is what the hell is it? Is it, is it compared with Seinfeld? I don't even remember. But uh, I think I laugh harder at Friends, but I laugh more often at Seinfeld. Um, and the first episode I went back and watched, I had to watch was the soup Nazi. It's obviously the, the most yeah, popular. It's like the one, yeah, the most well-known, it's, it's the most popular episode. And it still holds up 20 something years later. I cannot believe the show began in 1989. It's kind of wild and it lasted nine seasons. So like by the time I was 10, the show is done. It, it's kind of wild. I think the worst parts about the show are when Jerry does a Seinfeld or sorry, Jerry does a stand up yeah. in the beginning. And sometimes at we the end were, the middle. We were a little young for the show. It was, you're absolutely right, but it's really good now. And so I'm catching up on it. I'm on season three right now. Uh, again, it's just a really nice companion show while you're doing shit, especially if you've seen it before, I guess. But yeah, Seinfeld on Netflix. Now that's available so widely, um, give it a shot if you never did or if you thought it wasn't funny before. Or if you were like me, younger, and you were just like, meh, not my style. Give it a shot now. It might turn around because I think it's really, really good. There's an episode in season two. Um, it's called The Chinese Food, I believe, or The Chinese Restaurant. 
That's been my favorite so far. That shit was had me rolling. It was so funny. So oh, Seinfeld on Netflix and Star Wars Visions on Disney Plus for Sam. Let's move into trivia, Sam. 12 for me, 11 for you. I am going to uh, give you the question first. See if you can tie it up. How's that sound? Yeah, I, I need it because you're going to get mine right 100%. <laughs> All right. This one, you, you don't know. You're going to have to make a guess. I'm just putting <laughs> it out there now. It's, it's that type of question because it's not like common trivia knowledge for like what's the blue eyes white dragons hit points no it's this is something that's it's very very uh new so for the year of 2021 so far year to date spider-man miles morales is the blank best selling game Hmm. i'll give you a hint i'll give you a hint top 15 i kind of want to just go for it so you're saying he's going to be on the September? I don't know, but this is this is year to date, not for September. This is year to date. Spider-Man Miles Morales is the blank best-selling game of 2021. I have a number. Shit. Let he's me hear going, him. He's going. For, oh, I thought he was going to take it and go for the gusto. I mean, if you say my number, I'm saying it. All right. Is it four, six, eight, or ten? I'll go with eight. It is the sixth best. I was going game. with dude. I was seven. It was fucking seven. <laughs> I was in my head. I was fucking right in the middle. All right, you're gonna you're gonna take the lead here because I I just needed a question done. I had so much to get done, but here we go. How much was PlayStation One when it was first released in North America? Ooh, that's a good question. That's a that's a pretty good question for for uh, doing what I had to get do, done this yeah. week. Oh yeah, I'm I'm impressed, but I, I was um, I got this in North America. Yeah. Boy, howdy. Um, if you get it right without it, you win. You, you, that's it. It's 250, 300, or 350. I know it's somewhere between 250 and 350. I'm just trying to think what was the N64, which was a year later, because Nintendo always likes to be higher, and was Sony cheaper because it had disc based media. And they were going up against somebody. The Sega Saturn. And the Sega Saturn was 400. So maybe it's three. Oh, I was going to say maybe it's 300 just because now hold on caveat to this shit. Sam. Well, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know about the second. I just, oh, I okay. Gotcha. Caveat to this shit, Sam. If it's like three ninety nine, and I say 400, did I get it right or fucking wrong? I would, you, you got it right. I, I, well, can you I say, won't. can you say within a dollar, how much did it cost? Yes. Correct. Okay. Within a dollar. Within a dollar. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's man, it's it's two fifty or three hundred, and two fifty seems really low. So I'm just gonna go three hundred slash two ninety nine. It was two ninety nine. Yeah. All right. All right. Did I get? Did I use choice? <laughs> no, you did not. Oh, you, you we it. have a winner. You 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 got like two or three wins on me now. I've lost uh, count at this point. Uh, it is th- four to two. Oh Jesus! Four to two in the all-time trivia. I got a challenge. long way coming back. I've won three in a row. It was two to one to you at one point. Uh, oh man! All right, we start anew, ladies and gentlemen. This is a momentous occasion. We are. I'm putting it in my notes as zero to zero. Uh, I cannot wait to go up seven to one on you and then casually blow it as I often do. I don't know. You say that every time, then you won the last three. So you're doing something right. But it's always close. It's always close. All right, let's do this, Sam. The DC fandom number two has happened. And 
we got a lot of repeat stuff from 2020. Obviously, new looks at that stuff. In some cases, uh, some disappointing looks. And I wish we would have done top three on both, positive and negative. But I figure we'll just cover the stuff we yeah. didn't like as we kind of go through the announcements. So here's what we're going to do. I have DC's blog open in front of me right now. So I'm just going to go through DC's blog because they have everything... Um, they have everything in order as it was announced. So it started at one o'clock. It went till just before five o'clock. So about three hours and 45 minutes or so. And it kicked off after six minutes of bullshit. It kicked us off hot and heavy with our first look, a sneak peek teaser of black Adam. We have been waiting for this forever. It will hit theaters July 29th of next year. And we finally know a little bit about what the world looks like and even what Black Adam looks like. What'd you think? I, I do love that they basically started with Black Adam. You, you had to kind of start this something big just to get everyone's attention. Um, I did like the intro of Pierce Brosnan kind of talking the intro. Of, you know, I did Bond. I did four films. It goes, this is on the next level. I did like that little intro. Yeah, that was cool. Pierce was the perfect cast member to do something like that. Yeah, I, I love the goatee. I love the whole look. I think he looks freaking perfect. I've seen like the behind set images. Like I've seen him holding the helmet of Nobu, who's he wears the helmet. Just hopefully he puts <laughs> it on in the film, not just hold it. Yeah. But the, the teaser that we got, I wanted a little bit more, but I did think it was awesome. I love that he just basically fatality that mother effer. I think we'll get a trailer come somewhere between the Super Bowl, which is my number one guess, uh, and probably Easter. That's my guess, since it's a July film. Um, you know, probably about three months beforehand. But it's so funny. You said Nobu, right? You said yeah. he took off Nobu's helmet, you know. The guy who wears the helmet, like that, was your descriptor for people that don't know him. No, no, I thought I said he was he was holding the helmet. You, Nobu was that's what the helmet is. It's that's who is uh, inside the helmet. And and also, real quick, timeout uh, has nothing to do with the podcast. I swore that your open tonight was going to be fuck Ben Simmons because it's Sixers opening night. They're playing as we record this. I, well, I, I felt like I didn't have to touch that since uh, Joel Embiid basically said, <laughs> I, I care about that man. I was like, oh, this guy's the best. <laughs> that spoiled brat. All right, back back on topic. Black Adam. Um, we never really got to see The Rock's face. He had the hood on. You saw a little bit of a cutout of his I cheek. I love that he didn't say a damn word. That's I love very that it was cool. all quiet. Yeah, that was very cool. Overall, see, you said you wished you for a little bit more. I know you don't actually mean that means you're disappointed here. I know you're just kind of fiending for I just more. To see Doctor Fate, that's all I wanted. Well, you saw Pierce. You know that yeah, it's Pierce. He, he looks good. He looks like Kent Nelson. So I was like, I, I can. I'm okay with that. Yeah, Just this, put on the helmet. I'm not gonna lie to you. This to me was one of the like I couldn't honestly. Here's what I think. I, I don't think you could have kicked it off any better. Um, I've been looking forward to this since a we heard about it, but b since last year when all we got was ten minutes of The Rock standing in front of a green screen yeah. talking about the movie. And last and year, hype. last year, if you remember, I'm pretty sure they kicked off the fandom with Wonder Woman 1984, which already should have been out yeah. by then. So, like, we don't care if it should and, have been and, out in June. And we know Wonder Woman 3 is in production now. So, like, it yeah. was almost like, ugh, you're starting with that. And this year, they started us off real hype with this brand new look at something. And so, I thought it was almost a perfect way to start the show. I'm really happy with the amount of stuff that we got. I'm not saying that you're not. I just, I'm really satisfied. And uh, I, 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 am, I, love the, I love the tone of him not giving a shit. He breaks free. It looks like it's the start of the damn movie. And 
I honestly think Ooh. this is a no holds barred movie. Like for all the money that Marvel pulls in and makes with their movies, they have no balls whatsoever. The closest they got was Deadpool. And that's not even the MCU. That was more Sony and Fox. So like, I'm sorry, more Fox. I don't know why I said Sony. That was more Fox who pulled that trigger and made him the R rated that he was. Every Marvel movie, they don't have the balls to take chances. You already get Besides with DC. Logan. What's up? Besides Logan. But that's not even the MCU. Oh, you're, that's Fox. You're right. So absolutely. With DC, they pull a lot of punches with Joker. You saw that. You saw it with all their animated stuff. They are willing to pull and then like Suicide Swamp Thing, Squad. Oh, Suicide yeah. Suicide Squad. They're very willing to pull that adult card. So I feel like this is going down that rabbit hole where you saw it. He doesn't give a shit. And like, I don't know a damn thing about Black Adam, but for once, I can finally say I'm excited for an origin story. Hey. I don't think they're going to do a normal one. I think they're going to make it. Real, I wouldn't be surprised if it's like Metroid. You get him in the beginning, he's all powered up, and then they start, like, somehow the power gets lost, and then the movie is him getting it back. They might do that in 10 minutes. No, I, I, I don't think he's going to lose his power at all. I think they they find him, he gets on, and he goes let, goes on a blood hunt. Let me repeat. Maybe, let me uh, rephrase, I should say. For this, maybe like a 10-minute, like a you show him powered up, but then like a 10-minute him before he got his powers. Just oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Then, yeah. His obviously his origin is it's like it's not like Superman, you know, it's something completely different. Exactly. And and we should see that. So I wouldn't be shocked if they start us off, he's all powerful, then do a flashback of the origin and then kick us right back to modern day where he's kicking more yeah, ass. That that sounds more yeah. I all right. We have so much to talk about. Let's continue to move on because again, we're gonna list our top three, and undoubtedly we're gonna be talking about Black Adam again in that list. So uh, we move on. Grant Gustin made an appearance where he talked about the Flash's new season coming up, where he revealed that he gets gold boots. And they're iconic or something. Yeah, this it's is like, meaningless yeah, to me, yeah. Sam. What is what are the gold boots and why are they significant? I, I, I think that's just kind of like Barry Allen's signature, and just like oh, okay, it took eight seasons to get the gold boots, but okay, it's okay. I'm glad it got there. It's good to see the show is is on for eight seasons. I'm not gonna lie that the show's last three, maybe four seasons have been a little bit lackluster, but it's good to see you know it, it's still chugging along. Well, so does that mean that they don't make them faster or anything like that? Like they're just no, gold? Yeah, they're just, yeah, it just is gold boots. I, I think they just wanted to be for the comic guys. Like, hey, he's finally getting it. He's finally getting his gold boots. Wow. Okay. Well, then we kick it into high gear with Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. We got some concept art, which was really neat. But we also got a, like, a kind of behind-the-scenes clip that showed some other things going on. And James Wan was there talking about the film. Uh, overall... What'd you think kind of about, uh, also we got to look at the Aquaman King of Atlantis, uh, animated special coming up. Uh, what did you think about this whole kind of extended look into the sequel to Aquaman? I didn't care for the animated Aquaman that I just didn't give a shit for. Yeah. And also I didn't think it looked very good at all. Yeah. But, um, I think Aquaman too. I love it. By the way, that's on it. The debut episode of that is on HBO max as we speak. If you want to check it out for yourself. I, I love the excitement of Jason Momoa and James like and James Wall. I just love seeing like I, I can't wait to see what they do next. I love how Black Manta looks, mm-hmm. and I also love that Patrick Wilson's back is Orm because I truly think he was freaking awesome in the first one, and I cannot wait to see what they bring in the second. Yeah, you know we just didn't get a ton because it's a it's over There's, a year. They, they away. just started filming a little bit. Like they're, you know what I mean? It's over a year away. They were making it like. They were saying, you know, this is DC's most popular, highest grossing movie, this, that, and the other. We're excited to kind of pull no punches with the sequel. And I'm sitting here thinking, then why the hell did you cancel that like horror? 
like look into what was that series going to be about like the uh just um the deep the people yeah, down uh, yeah, I can't remember, but they canceled a series all about it. I'm like, all right, you're so invested in it. God damn. Um, well, I think I it was like COVID had a lot to do with that. I don't know. I, I, I just, think I, I was very underwhelmed with the first Aquaman. I think he's fine as Aquaman. I think he was fine in Justice League, but I, I just I'm not super into oh, the Aquaman Was it films. called The Trench? Yeah, The Trench. That's it. Yeah. Thank you. Um, so, yeah, we got a little, blo- little bit of a look behind that. Next, we got an announcement for Milestone Media, an all new animated film coming up. Uh, this one really embraced the heritage of the African-American, this, that, and the third. I thought it was really cool. Yeah, that was like, uh, I think they're more like Black Lightning, obviously Static Shock and all that. So it's about time it gets its animated movie. Yeah. Um, what is it? Here we go. Um, milestones plans in 2022. The first program of genera- Next Generation DC, a new venture created to develop the next generation of comic book artists, writers, colorists, editors, and more. Denny's Cowan and Reggie Hudlin chatted with Echo Kellum. That had actually like a video call where the yeah. two dudes were on a couch, but it was pretty cool. Um, they're getting a Milestone animated feature. I don't know anything about Milestone. Yeah, that, uh, that's like Static Shock and uh, what's the other guy's freaking name? I, I never really read like that too much, like besides Static Shock and Black Lightning, but I know there's a couple other guys. Yeah. Uh, then we got my first. I won't call it a disappointment because I actually thought the this looked better than last year, but really was disappointed that we didn't get any gameplay. We got another CG trailer, a big one. I mean, it was a long, meaty CG trailer for Suicide Squad, Kill the Justice League, still coming in 2022. Uh, s- exclusively to new gen consoles, PS5 and Xbox Series S and X, I believe, P- PC as well. But still, no gameplay. We still don't know what kind of game this is. Um, is it four player co op? Is it a live service? Is it what an RPG? We don't we don't know. But uh, what did you think of this new extended trailer for Suicide Squad: Kill the Justice League? And I, I think I'm still in the same boat about this game. I'm not really sold on it. They didn't do anything to win me over, like you said. It there was no gameplay. So even again, I'm just like this really did absolutely nothing until I see gameplay. I'm 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 out on this game. Wow. Yeah. See, I don't think I was out. I think I was very impressed, especially compared to last year when I thought it was horrible. The less Harley talking, the better. I still think her voice actress for this game is just dog shit. Uh, this one, you know, King Shark, Captain Boomerang and Bloodshot were or Bloodsport, Bloodshot, Bloodshot's in the Bloodshot. Dead, Deadshot. Is it Bloodshot or Deadshot? Deadshot. Bloodsport? Deadshot. Yeah, Deadshot. It's Bloodsport <laughs> and Deadshot. Jeez Louise. Um, I thought that this trailer was phenomenal, and I love the story beats of it. I love that they were like zapping the penguin as he was trying to cl- uh, crawl away. It was really cool, and it was very meaty, but we didn't even see an, an, an ounce. Now, it was in-engine, which is cool. We know that the game looks gorgeous, and it will look gorgeous because this was an in-engine trailer, but... If I I assume it's third person over the shoulder, kind of like every other. Yeah, you know, that's what I would think. Yeah, but like, what are we doing here? Do I get to play with Sam? Yeah. Can we play co-op? Is this a single-player game? Kind of where I'm switching between the four. Is it? What is it? You know what it looks like is every boss is a member of the Justice League. You're going to kill the Flash. You're going to kill Wonder Woman. You're going to you know, and the Superman will be the final boss. I'm sure Batman will be in there somewhere. I don't think he'll be infected. I think he'll maybe help you or do something like that. Who knows? But at the same time. Is it do am I gonna level up? Am I do I do I have to like log on every day? Is there microtransactions? Tell me more, Rocksteady. You've been working on this game for six years, and we don't even have a game an ounce of gameplay. Yeah, I, 
it's a little I, it's a little disappointing yeah i i think it's obviously they did it a disservice like i, I love these characters and I, I i i'm not really interested in the game like i, I feel like they failed yeah how I don't do know. Not, how do you not win a DC fan over in a gameplay? But all they have to do is drop a gameplay gameplay trailer next month, and that entire mindset yeah, changed. And I'll say maybe the other game for even though the other game we're going to talk about later. Yeah, they didn't drop any gameplay, but we saw gameplay prior to it, so we kind of have a, a gist of what it's going to be about. Yeah, it's it's a different story because we got a gameplay blowout last year. But the point, or at least for Gotham Knights, like you said. But yeah, the point is. Like, here's the thing that I rest my laurels on. They're not going to drop this game without gameplay. So at some point pre-release, we're getting it. Or it's so bad, they they know they can't show you gameplay. It's Rocksteady. I doubt that. Like, they've made one questionable game, and that's Arkham Knight. And every other game is a 10 out of 10. So I just, I just don't know. But like six years, and we haven't seen a goddamn second. Nobody can tell us what type of game this is. So a little disappointing, but yeah. at the same time, I'm more hyped for this than I am for Gotham Knights. And so, wow. You know, stick a pin in me for saying that now. Yeah, I mean, you're crazy. Maybe I'll change my tune at the end of 22. Who knows? But I don't think either one of these games is going to end up on my list. At the yeah, end just of the like year. you should have been God of War instead of Spider Man. But okay. Uh uh-uh, uh. Uh-uh. I went back and I did a Nintendo. I stand by that. I stand yeah, by that. Yeah, that's why you're the Nintendo, Greg. We get it. My number one was <laughs> Spider Man. So there wasn't even. A Nintendo game in there, but that's okay. Uh, I was more, I was more on the dope line. Ah, uh, oh yes, I am a dope. But yeah, at the same time, uh, fuck you. So <laughs> let's move, let's move on. I had more fun in the moment with Spider Man. You all don't need to hear that for the one hundredth time. That's why my that was my game of the year. God of War probably stands up better. Pete does does stand up better. Next we got Peacemaker. We got. A big long look at it. We got some James Gunn conversation. We got some John Cena conversation, but then they dropped it. We're going to get a release date here of January 13th. We do not have to wait very long, which I'm very, very excited about. And we got a pretty meaty uh, debut trailer here. I, some called it a teaser. I thought it was a full-blown trailer. I know it wasn't very long, but I thought this trailer kicked ass. What would you think? I agree. I This is one of my favorite things from this, I thought the trailer was great. James Gunn looks like he has another hit on his hands of blending that unique, violent comedy from his film. Here now, we're gonna—I'm not really looking forward to seeing this man in his whitey tighties, but it looks like that's what we're gonna get. And Eagly stole the show. Uh, okay, there you go. Easily stole the show. I think we'll give a hint towards our top three. Peacemaker for me was damn good. I thought it was so funny. That shit at the end had me rolling. If you haven't seen the trailer, Sam did a great job of posting all of the trailers from our fandom on our Facebook page. So go there right now. You can watch any trailer, teaser, first look, whatever oh. that you might have missed. Go ahead. I want to say I, I one thing I loved about this year's DC fandom, it wasn't all day and night. It was like from 1 till 4.45. Last year's was like 1, one till to 10 9. To 10. Like this, I, I feel like I, I love that it was. It, it felt like it was just boom, boom, boom. Yeah, so I hit a moment or two a little slow, but for the most part, it was like bam, boom, bam, boom, boom. Yeah, Done. yeah. This was great. If you haven't seen the rest of the teaser, he's hugging an eagle, eagly. <laughs> it's an eagly's demand, bro. <laughs> yeah. I, I cannot wait. 
Uh, I thought it was really good. It was really funny. They packed a ton of stuff into that. Um, Tasty from Orange is the New Black is in it as one of the main characters, and that's obviously awesome. She's fantastic in Orange is the New Black. So and you got to see Vigilante. He actually looks Vigilante. pretty good. So I'm, I'm looking forward to the show. I'm really like looking forward to the yeah. show because I've said it before. I'll say it again. Peacemaker, was he was really good in Suicide Squad, but at the same time, highly disappointing um, and not what I th- expected. So uh it's kind of nice to see him back on track i enjoyed him in the film it was probably my favorite part besides polka dot man but like i was i thought we'd get more like quippy comedy and this to like peel back that onion on him and say this is solely focused on you i think maybe other members are going to show up um i don't i don't know who based on the suicide squad movie (laughs) (laughs) and given that this takes place afterwards but um who, who knows i wouldn't be shocked if Harley or something. Nah, maybe not Harley. And maybe not Idris. Who knows? Let's keep moving. Give me Rick Flag. Oh, God. It can't be a lot of people. Um, Give me Pete Davidson's character back. Well, there is one that is not deceased that is in critical. So maybe just maybe. Maybe just maybe they did that for a reason. We got some Superman stuff, including a look at star girl. We got a look at the new comic where Superman's kid is, is uh, very heavily in, uh, involved and focused on. And then we also got to look at DC league of super pets also starring the rock. Uh, it's a movie hitting May 20th, 2022, just in time for my 34th birthday. And I cannot wait to skip this one. Yeah. And of course, Kevin Hart's voice in Ace the Bad Hound. I hate Kevin Hart. Uh, I mean, hey, I'm, I'm sure it'll be funny. I, I it just he's the fucking I'm, worst. I'm not gonna definitely like this. Is something if it's free one day, maybe I give it a shot. Just it'll to be see on it. HBO Max day two. Well, we'll see. Uh, I'm not something I'm really looking forward to. No, who no. gives a flying shit, dude? If you want to go see The Rock and Kevin Hart destroy a movie, go watch Jumanji. Like, oh god, horrible. Uh, Then we got a look at Doom Patrol Season 3, kind of that midway piece, and also the fact that it will return for a fourth season. I mean, I'm again, like, they're real confident in the show. They always, you know, I feel like they're always like that. Well, Titans, they waited this time, but to get that early renewal, that's got to feel good, at least for the actors. And I'm sure Season 3 is just another wacky adventure. I I did finish Season 2, so just got to dive in. As of right now, there's like three or four episodes left. The finale is going to be hitting November 11th. So you haven't dove in yet to season three? No, I haven't watched. Dude, I am I am so backed up. It's a crime. Uh, then we got a look. Our first look at... Man, Ezra Miller is such a tool. Um, he came out looking like a douche. And he started speaking. And he was even more of a douche. And there was something he said that was so douchey that it douched me up. He said uh, Wait, his, his his final line, his fucking final yeah, line. I, I know exactly what you he said. Cringy bastard. I can't wait for to see you. But more importantly, for you to see me go fuck yourself. Yeah, go fuck I, yourself. As he said, it, I was like, did he really just say that? I, he, he is definitely a quirky dude. For that sure. pretentious piece of shit. I can't stand him. But we did get a first look at the movie and it does look really good. Yeah, and, and the little bit that they showed, he said they were still filming, even though they just wrapped. They just production. wrapped, yeah. Well, they filmed that thing he probably did probably months ago. Yeah, true, true, true. Together, so, so it's good to see that they're done filming at least. But from what they showed, I mean, all you really needed to see was one one little two second scene, and you're and the, I had my hair stood up and just did it have to do years. with the cowl? Of course. 
<laughs> after, after 30 years, we're getting Keaton. I mean, dude, just Keaton, doing, Keaton Cowell. Hashtag. Just Keaton doing the voiceover work was enough to get me hype. Yeah. Um, I, mean, I dude, thought I, like, it looked I really good. I said in my story on IG, I'm a simple man, though, please. I I thought it looked really good. I just wish anybody on this earth was. I'd take Kevin Hart as the Flash before I took Ezra wow. Miller. Wow. I fucking hate Ezra. Wow. Dude, they're 1A and 1B is like my least favorite actors on this planet. Like, I can't stand they're them. Neck and neck. <laughs> What'd you say? I said they're neck and neck is your worst. Dude, actors. I can't stand those dudes. So. Uh, as as douchey as Ezra Miller sounded, I gotta I gotta hand it to him. I'm actually now finally sit like I'm excited for this movie. Finally, it took oh, me it would be, Oh, let's be fair. It's Keaton does have a, a is no it's, shit. It's, it's yeah, that movie. Yeah, and like you know, the problem is yeah, there's gonna be a super ton of people. Girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But. There's gonna be a ton of people that are gonna go to that movie strictly to see Keaton, and they're gonna sit around and they're just gonna wait and wait and wait and wait and wait. He's in it for five minutes, exactly. <laughs> or if that, like, I don't know. I just hope it doesn't disappoint from that aspect, there's, dude. There's no way he only has like a five minute. There's dude, if, he's minimum twenty minutes. If they're doing Flashpoint, I have to think he's fifteen to twenty minutes. But at the same time. Uh, if they're doing Flashpoint, because that's not a storyline I'm super duper familiar with, that's half the reason I, I want to see the movie. It's not an origin story. Thank fucking God. We don't have an origin story. We have eight seasons for that shit if you want to go see that. Um, I thank goodness. I'm, I'm excited to see it because it's not just going to be, you know, first half of the movie is how he got his powers. And the second half is defeating a really underwhelming villain. I, I'm I'm <laughs> thankful that it's something a little bit more meaty. So uh, anything else you want to talk about uh, the Flash before we move on? Uh, well, we see Reverse Flash. Yeah, that's all I'm going to say. We got a Sandman TV series coming to Netflix. Uh, Warner Brothers and Netflix, uh, they really haven't said anything about it. They can't give anything about it. But we do know that Gwendolyn Christie, who was in Game of Thrones as Brienne of Tarth, will be Lucifer Morningstar. Oh, that's awesome. She's awesome. I, I, I never read Sandman, so I, I know it's Neil Gaiman. I, I assume he's involved because there's no way he'd let it go if he wasn't. Yeah, they actually gave a um, a first look at her character in it, too. So she's got the wig and the makeup on and all yeah. that stuff. So I, mean, I, I think, again, I mean, I, I, I don't even I just don't even have a, like a, a horse in the race there. Well, this to uh, me is a the DC project on Netflix, much like Sweet Tooth and stuff like that. Yeah. Like that's that's where what's this found a home. What's got signed for season two? Right, exactly. And that was announced during the Dome, too. Um, so, yeah. I don't know. This isn't. I don't really care. Not gonna yeah, lie. To I'm, you. Not, I'm not biting at the bit for Sandman. Uh, but I like Gwendolyn Christie a lot. She's fucking awesome. So I don't know. Uh, then we got a look at the Injustice movie, which I'm gonna pause here for a second, uh, and I'm gonna say, Sam, I want to let you just have a few words with IGN. Uh, I know but you the, were very no, upset about their uh, review of the movie, I which forgot. they gave a four, yeah. and they said it was bad. I was gonna say I, I know the ring, but they use some fucking wording, and I was just like these pretentious assholes. <laughs> well, it's like, not it's not these assholes. It's the reviewer. Oh, like, like IGN. I, I heard it's that reviewer, and it, I'm I'm glad it wasn't just me because there was a couple uh, like Facebook groups I'm in or whatever, and like mm-hmm. they copied and pasted like IGN. Did IGN watch the same film as I did? Like I, and I'm glad it's not just. And I just got the the movie yesterday from Amazon, but I didn't get a chance to see it yet. Yeah, hopefully when I when I come back. Uh, for my trip, uh, I'll hopefully have seen it. But, dude, there's no way. It's, I mean, j- I think just the trailer they showed of the two minutes was better than half the Marvel shows out. I really don't care for that animation. I know that's the same exact animation in the last two Mortal Kombat movies. Yeah. I really don't like it. 
So, but other than that, I don't have any plans on seeing the movie. Our our friend Justin McGill at the mashup, he did a review of it. And, you know, he said, I won't say he's like easy to please, but he, it takes a lot to piss him off. So uh, when he wasn't like jumping through hoops, I'm not jumping through hoops. So, you know, I'm excited for you to see it. I'm sure you're going to love it. I mean, again, just, well, people were complaints. I was like, with, especially with the game, like the game, you had like a 15, 16 hour story. Like here they're telling you. You know, they, I heard they added some stuff. I guess there was a twist or two and like an hour and 10, 20. So, of course, a fleshed out 15, 16 hour game is going to probably be a better story because it's it's fleshed out 16 hours when you only have an hour 15. You know what I mean? You're not going to get everything that, that that's what that, I would just I would just tell people that just Dude, come on, yeah, cautious. But, but uh, the problem is the injustice cutscenes for the game are only two hours long. It's like a two hour story, but you fight a lot. So it makes it like a six hour story. Yeah. So it's the same as, uh, as Mortal Kombat. They only tell like a two hour something story. If you want to lump the second game in there, that's fine too, but it's not 16. I can tell you that much. It's, it's like two, but point being, uh, I get what you're saying too, but this is also a thing. I don't, I didn't care about it from the jump. It's not something I, you know, the injustice games I played for the fighting, not the story. Yeah, it's funny. I played Mortal Kombat for the story, not the fighting, and I played this for the fight. Which and it's all the sense. same. It's, it's all the same studio, so who yeah. cares? But um, I don't know. Does it really matter? I like Mortal Kombat more than I like DC, so I guess that's probably why. Uh, we got our first look at Blue Beetle. He looks really cool. Um, I'm excited about it, although it was concept art as opposed to like live action. But whatever, that was fine. And then I actually missed this. Um, what did we get in a, in a news flash segment? That's probably why. Uh, oh, it's just because it's comic book news. We're getting a 12 issue run in 2022 of DC's monkey prince. The fuck is that? Monkey. Was that like the hit? Was that hit monkey or something like that? That a show on Hulu or some shit. I don't know, but it's DC's monkey prince. Um, yeah, I, I won't be buying it. <laughs> I do not know. But DC's that, comic prices, they're fucking four ninety nine, five ninety nine already. They're getting outrageous. Oh, they used to be a dime, bro. Dude, they used That's to be crazy. yeah, they went now they were two ninety nine, three nine. Now every issue is four ninety nine, five ninety nine, and I'm this close to be like, all right, DC, you're getting too greedy. That, sorry. Phew. I know there's about to be paper shortages, but I'm <sighs> sorry, I can't be that <sighs> weekly polls be getting too too righteous. I'll make my own paper. I got a couple of trees in the neighborhood. That's it. Uh then we got our next really big look, but again cg only it was really long and it was some behind the scenes stuff too but uh no gameplay we saw gameplay last year gotham knights we know it's going to be an rpg which has me a little bit less excited for it um again four characters you're going against the court of owls what'd you think at this new look uh, i mean at gotham knights i was already in from first fandom let's be real yeah but just just to hear them dive more in on the court of owls and my um, uh, weekly wa- or my CGC spotlight will touch on that perfect timing, but I I cannot wait. I, I actually loved how the talents look. I I I want more of this game. I wanted obviously to see more gameplay, but like I told people, oh, we didn't get gameplay. Well, go back and watch the first one. You could watch them. You can battle Mister Freeze, and it's pretty good. I I don't know. This one has my attention way more than the Suicide Squad. Yeah, I loved the gameplay last year, but I can't stand fucking forced RPGs. Um, and that's what we're getting here is an RPG that doesn't need to be an RPG. Uh, it's just being shoehorned in there. 
Uh, I would just love a single player co-op game where you switch. Be- I'm sorry, a single player game where you switch between the four or you choose one. I don't care if you can do couch co-op, whatever. I don't really give a shit. But RPG mechanics just force time into a game that doesn't need to be there. So that's where I'm kind of down. But from a story perspective, this blows Suicide Squad out of the water. Yeah, 100%. Um, Court Court of Owls look amazing. I love the idea of that entire The 2011 run with Scott Snyder was fantastic. So if you haven't read it, go back and read it. And the fact is, we don't know what Suicide Squad is. So maybe, just maybe... Uh, I'll turn my attention strictly to Gotham Knights when we find out what Suicide Squad is. I just right yeah, now Suicide Squad Brainiac has control of the Justice League. You got to go get him. No, I mean from a gameplay perspective. Oh, gotcha, guys. Gotcha. So, but with Gotham Knights, we know it's an RPG or it has RPG mechanics. I'm just kind of over that, but yeah. doesn't make me less hype for the game. Believe me, I'm gonna beat the shit out of that in 2022. <laughs> I, have no doubt. I still think uh, Suicide Squad goes to 23, but that's just me. If we haven't seen gameplay yet. I think yeah. I think it's twenty three. Uh, we got Catwoman Hunted, which is our next DC or one of our next DC animated films releasing digital, four K and Blu Ray on February eighth, twenty twenty two. In the film, Catwoman's attempt to steal a priceless jewel puts her squarely in the crosshairs of both a powerful uh, piece. I'm sorry, powerful villains and the ever resourceful Interpol. Not to mention Batwoman. Yeah, it looked interesting. Obviously, I like Catwoman. I usually pick up all DC's animated movies anyway. Catwoman store. I'm sure we're going to see Batman at some point. So I'm in. I'll pick it up for 20 bucks. They did a 100 second look into DC's Legends of Tomorrow as it's about to celebrate its 100th episode. Then we got uh, Batman Unburied, an original narrative podcast ex- uh, produced by David S. Goyer coming next year exclusively to spotify so you can't listen to it yeah i mean i i do have spotify but i i, oh, I don't i don't need to do a uh you spotify now when'd you get it well i just just the free shit oh. i don't pay for none uh, uh, out there sitting here saying you pay your 10 bones i was gonna say shit yeah. why am i sending youtube videos when i want you to listen to a song <laughs> uh batgirl leslie grace stop by nothing really there uh titans we got an announcement for Titans that season four happening. And, and I still only watched the first three episodes. Like I said, I, my backlog's crazy. So I'm I, I'm still left with that cliffhanger. That was episode three. It was pretty damn good. And I'm glad to hear that we're going to get more Red Hood. I know uh, Karen uh, Walters, who plays Red Hood, is like, we're coming back. Red Hood's not going anywhere. So that's good to hear. At first, I thought he was teasing a Red Hood spinoff. But glad to hear Titans come back for season four. Matt Reeves, J.J. Abrams, Bruce Timm, and James Tucker sat down to look at Batman Cape Crusader, the upcoming animated series. I mean, his elevator pitch was... His it literally was, quote, my elevator pitch version of the show is that it's more Batman the Animated Series than Batman the Animated Series. <laughs> and it was it was sold in the room. I, obviously, I would have loved to see footage, but I, I'm already obviously going to be in. I, I just hope they bring I would love Kevin Conroy to come back as Batman. I, I feel like he deserves it. The fans like his fan base alone would just make people watch this damn show. And it's, it's Bruce Tim. We're in good hands. We got a first trailer, or not maybe a first trailer. We got a trailer for, I think it was the debut trailer, for Young Justice Phantoms, and the first two episodes are actually now available on HBO Max. I, I did love that at the same time. Ban the first two are available. That's Shadow awesome. drop that shit, dude. Go Nintendo on their ass. Exactly, which I, always a great move. I did finish the last season finale, which was good. I can't wait to dive back into the Young Justice, because it, it, at least the first, I would say the first two seasons were my favorite. They were fantastic. 
We got some details and insights into DMZ, a four-part HBO Max limited series adaptation of the Vertigo series. I don't know really too much about yeah, that. I'm, I'm, I don't I don't read really too much Vertigo myself. Uh, we got a first look at a new project, Naomi, uh, coming to the CW in 2022. Yeah, a comic book. I, I never picked up on her. I, I never read the book. I, I just don't say it. I, I think this might be a show that I, I just stay away. I, I don't need another show on my plate right now. Based on the best-selling comic book from Brian Michael Bendis, David F. Walker, yeah. and Jamal Campbell, uh, Casey Wall, uh, Whalefall dropped by the hell. Oh, sorry, she dropped by the Hall of Heroes. Da 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 da. It doesn't say. I mean, there's a trailer for it, so you can go watch it. But it doesn't say what it's about. Uh, then Zachary Levi came on with Asher Angel, and they talked about Shazam: Fury of the Gods. I just love. When people drop Philadelphia in there, it's so cool to hear our city. Yeah, I was like, baby, why do they got to destroy Philadelphia, though? <laughs> but uh, it's funny. When the kid, Asher Angel, says Shazam, and he goes away, and Zachary Levi comes out, the first word he says is Shazam, and nothing happens to him. And I was like, huh. Because later on, when he says, says Shazam, something He's happens. Yeah. So uh, a little bit of a continuity break there, but that's okay. What do you expect? He's got to say the name of the movie. Uh, what'd you think of our first look at Shazam Fury of the Gods? I, I, I do like the upgrade on their costumes. I, I think they all look great. Ash Ranger looks like he aged five years. Um, I feel like that's how, that's how long it's been since we got the first Shazam movie, but I, I'm happy again. As long as they can still kind of be as kind of like as fun, heartwarming, but at the same time, they, they did have some some very mature death scenes in that movie. So we'll, we'll see what they bring in Fury of the Gods. Cause I, I do want to see how Amirim is a badass. Yeah. Uh, Pennyworth is switching to HBO max for season three as an HBO max original. Yeah. It's like, damn, maybe I've been sleeping on the show because people really do say Pennyworth is a really good show. So maybe I, I got to stop getting, you know, stop being lazy and actually watch the damn thing. It's a psychological thriller, so I think I'm in. When it hits max, you know the first two seasons are going to drop there. Yeah, so, I think that that's the move. Yeah, so I think that's the move. When it all hits, I think I'm going to dive yeah. in because psychological thriller, I'm, I'm in, especially in the Batman world. And we finished it off with the most anticipated thing of that we've been waiting for for a year. We got a trailer, trailer number two for the Batman coming March 4th, 2022. I'm I'm loving the look, the feel of this movie. I don't I don't know if we got like like he like even um, Robert Pattinson said like I don't think a Batman movie was done like this shot like shot like this like I you know, Nolan did his thing, Tim Burton did his, Schumacher did his. I I, I think this is something different. I mean, he's definitely the thinnest Batman we ever got, but I am really looking forward to number one is Colin Farrell as Penguin. Just from that, I I definitely want more of him. I want more of his his show if he shows up in Gotham, and of course, I want to see more of Selena Kyle because she looks great. I thought, to your point, some of the shots in this trailer were just some of the most beautiful things, mm. visceral. Like it looked straight out of a video game or an IMAX movie. How, like the one, like was... the one shot that jumps to my mind is when. He's got shit all over him, dirt and dust. He just look at his capes blowing in the wind in the back. I was like, wow, I cannot wait to see what happened in that scene. For real. Um, there's a really like a bunch of shots with him and Selena Kyle in this. Oh, man. Now, I've said it to you before when we were briefly talking about this, but I actually thought that the first trailer we got was better from a trailer hype perspective. 
This trailer did a great job of two things. Number one, giving us a look into the world like we just yeah. talked about with the shots. Yeah. But also to keep the hype train rolling. It didn't have yeah. to be better than the first look. No. It, actually, the first look had to be better to hook you. But this did a great job of keeping you firmly well, entrenched on that hype train. Yeah, and, and I would probably agree with you, except just like that first trailer, like there was a lot of haters, man. No one knew what to expect. And fuck uh, that. I, I, we talked. And, I remember talking about that last year. Fuck that. The hate was so dumb for Pattinson as Batman. No, but then that be trailer fine. dropped, bro, and that was just it. And again, <laughs> like it's it's it, it's you knew they were going to end with the Batman, but just the, I, I love the preamble. I love them talking about it, the cast talking about it, the little behind the scenes that we got, and and just that trailer. Like, I don't need to see anymore. It's coming in what March fourth. It's right around the corner. I'm ready. Yeah, last year they ended uh, with Suicide Squad and then the Batman Suicide Squad called the Justice League. And then the Batman, this year they put Suicide Squad up front, but still ended uh, with the Batman. So that's their uh, biggest. It's their biggest movie right now. So you, you had to. It's arguably could be their biggest movie ever. I know in hindsight, that's the Dark Knight. But like, yeah, this could go down as the most important DC. And you know, Joker's up there, too. Um as the most important or one of the most important DC movies ever, because it's about time we found a Batman for more than three movies. It's about time we found a Batman that all, it, all, all we know is we're getting three with Robert Pattinson. Assuming exactly. The first one does good. Exactly. Well, yeah, I have no doubt that the first one's going to do well financially. And Bale did three. He could do three. Maybe he does more. That's what I mean. Let's like, can we get a Batman for more than three? Like, can we just let's, Keep a, I don't know. Maybe the tradition in DC is three. Is I mean, you gotta think he yeah, he did three movies, but I think that's like ten years in Batman. You know what I mean? Like yeah. just it's a lot of time. Yeah. Well, let's move into our top three because we've spent a lot of time. We've done yeah. almost an hour on the fandom. Uh, Sam, what were your top three? You can just go three, two, one. Yeah, my number three. I went with the Flash. I'm I'm a sucker for Keaton. That's all I could. That's all I could show is Keaton. I'm good. He didn't number say two. a thing about Ezra. It didn't. didn't it, it, it was Keaton. It was Keaton. That's all. <laughs> Number two, Peacekeeper or a, a Peacemaker. He that trailer I, I I thought was fantastic. I like I said, my favorite movie from Suicide Squad was his kill off with, with Bloodsport. I want more of him and Eagly. And number one, no surprise, the Batman. That's just how, how you end the show. Uh, surprisingly, or maybe not surprisingly, I had no video games on the list here. Yeah. No Suicide Squad. No Gotham Knights. My number three was Black Adam. Uh, I thought it was a perfect way to I'm open glad, I'm glad one of us had it on there. It, it it deserved it. It was a perfect way to open the show, and it got me a person who knows nothing, nothing about the character, incredibly invested. It's the way you uh, hooked me into Moon Knight without me knowing a goddamn thing about Moon Knight. Now it's the most anticipated Marvel show on the, on the docket for me, love and that. I don't know a fucking thing. I love that. So it, that's just what hype and what, like, a good just disintegrating a guy to dust will do. <laughs> so Black Adam for me, number three, number two was the Batman. Again, if this was last year's fandom trailer, oh, Peacekeepers number one, it would have been my number one. But I thought last year's trailer was good, not or was better. Not to say this wasn't great. Obviously, I just thought last year's did a better job of captivating me. And number one is Peacemaker. Yeah. It was the best piece of media I saw that day, and it's the most hyped thing for me on the DC slate. In total, I cannot wait for Peacemaker. My God, let me repeat myself. I cannot wait for Peacemaker. That was our recap of the DC fandom. I hope we get one of these every year 
but I hope every year it gets shorter and shorter and to the point where we cut it off at like two or three hours. Yeah, two like three hours max, but I I, I did appreciate it. It was done at 4.45. I was like, oh my God, I thought it was till nine. Oh, thank God. What I think the neatest thing that the fandom does is it lets everybody into Hall H. Like DC is very present at San Diego Comic-Con, but the last two years, San Diego Comic-Con has not been what San Diego Comic-Con normally is. Comic-Con at home or when they go back to live, there's not going to be you know as many people there. So for them to DC to be able to control the narrative and be able to do it on their terms and make it accessible for everyone, they don't charge a $5 yeah. digital cover. So you have to get like people would pirate the shit out of that live stream if they did. And like, it's just nice to be able to have it all in one day. The attention is solely on DC on their time and terms. It's pre-edited. So they don't have to fucking make a mistake. Um, just hope the servers don't crash. You know what? Well, you know what? At least trailers don't get leaked on people's cell phones. Like they do out of hall H again, you can control sure. that narrative. So sure. I thought that the fandom, if I get one every year, it doesn't always have to be the biggest thing. You know, just show us what you got coming up. Like E3 for DC. Like, I'm down with that. That's it. That's all. Just a bunch of commercials. And I'm happy with that. Uh, Let's move in to the movie section where Disney has delayed a bunch of movies. And I have them all here for us. So I'll read them off and then we'll react. Um, They have delayed Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness from March 25th to May 6th. So was that April, May, month and a half. Delay for Doctor Strange. Thor, Love, and Thunder has been delayed from May 6th, which is now Doctor Strange's new day, to July 8th. So that's two months as well for Thor, Love, and Thunder. Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, from July 8th, which again is now Thor's new date, to November 11th. That's a little bit more of a meaty one. That's, what, three or four months as opposed to just one or two. Uh, The Marvels has been delayed from November 11th, 2022, which is now uh, Black Panther's date, to February 17th, 2023 for the Marvels, which is the uh, Miss, I'm sorry, the Captain Marvel sequel. Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania delayed from February 17th, 2023, again, the Marvels new date, to July 28th, 2023, still two years away from Ant-Man 3, an untitled Marvel movie has been moved from November 10th, 2023 to November 3rd, 2023. So they actually moved that one up. I'm sorry. Uh, so they moved that untitled movie up a week. Don't know what that is. Maybe Blade is my guess, but I don't know. Uh, and then Indiana Jones 5 delayed from July 9th. This one's big. July 29th, 2022 to June 30th, 2023. Is Harrison Ford going to be alive? That that's the bigger question of of that whole list. Will he see the red carpet for that movie? <laughs> I hope he does. I I really sincerely well, I, I, do. Honestly, I'm okay with everything on the list as long as they didn't touch Moon Knight. I'm perfectly fine. Yeah, that's a DC. I, or I'm sorry, a Disney Plus series. I don't think they're going to touch that. I think they're ready and raring to go on that. Yeah, the, the movies. I don't know. Look, I'm not biting at the bit at anything. So it's like w- there's so much other shit right now that you know what. Wait another year, two years, no problem. So many of these movies are being delayed, not for production, but for timing from the pandemic and for yep. the, to catch up. So like TV doesn't have that worry where they have yeah, to they, do They don't want to fall into that suicide squad where they barely make the freaking you know budget of the movie. We've seen TV shows like Ozark, Stranger Things, and like giant things like that, Better Call Saul, get delayed. So it's not like TV has been without delay, but yeah. the fact is they, they announced Moon Knight during a pandemic or close to it. So like... 
they they have been ready and raring to go on this. We just saw a production photo from The Last of Us on HBO. Somebody shared a behind the scenes little they took on on their cell phone and they shouldn't have done that. So like that's super exciting there. Uh, I don't know. The only one I really give a shit on this entire list because. Uh, is Doctor Strange, and that's simply because I love WandaVision, and I, that's going to like tie the room together. And so I really just want to know, like, where's Wanda? You know, where's Vision? How does it all tie in? Are we going to get Agatha in that movie and stuff like that? Um, and also because Doctor Strange has so much to do with the new Spider-Man movie. Oh yeah, I, 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 I don't know. I don't know if I just there's just too much on the plate. Like I superhero overload. I, 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 like with all these shows, it I need a little bit of a break. I, At, yeah, I, I'm getting time, a little bit only, burned out. It's only a month and a half. I mean, there's no there's no delay on here more than a year, and there's a delay on here as short as a month and a half. So, and there's actually a, a movie moving up a week. So, um, you know, it's just waiting at this point, and it's just time. And if you've made it this far in a pandemic, we'll believe be fine. Me, you'll be you'll be okay. Time is just a circle. It's a flat circle. It's a flat line. Yeah, it's a straight line. line. I don't even know yeah. what it is anymore. Time is a thing that you can just be okay with. Uh, any other reactions to this before we move on to TV? Just don't touch Moon Knight. We're fine. Uh, Moon Knight's a TV series anyway. So as we talk about that and transition into it, uh, Ozark season four, we just talked about it got delayed, uh, but now we have a release date for part one. It'll be released in two, seven episode parts with part one dropping January 21st. So a lot sooner than I would have thought. Dude, that that's actually perfect because w- Dexter will take us right to that. Yeah. Yeah. So that, to me, to me, I heard January. I was like, oh my God, perfect timing. Thank you, Netflix. <clears throat> yeah. Can Dexter, I wait. You might get like a week between, maybe two weeks. I might like, need it because I'm praying that this Dexter finale is better than the last. Uh, yeah. And then, you know, if they were smart, they would go seven episodes for Ozark, then give us Stranger Things four, and then give us part two. Like, if you want to hit us hard in 2022, that's how you would do it. Also, that's to be you fair, start and end the year. To be fair, Cobra Kai drops December 31st, and there will be people that take a little bit to watch that. So if you take a little bit for that series, maybe that kind of takes you up into January 21 as well. I uh, believe plenty of stuff. You got Tiger King 2 coming out next month. Yeah, that's good. So, you know, if so, facto, that's going to that's gonna take a while. But this is something they showed us like a 55-second little teaser here. We got our first look a couple weeks ago of that scene right after Season 3 is over to begin Season 4. Now we got a little bit more of a teaser here. We don't have to go into the teaser for spoilers uh, for the previous seasons, but keep your eye out. Oh, and by the way, I'm making the call now to you and to the listeners. If this show makes it on the list for 2022 top three shows of the year, I am judging it as 14 episodes, not part one and part two. Okay. It's either all or nothing for me. If part one sucks and part two is awesome, I'm taking that into account as a entire and game of the year or show of the year. Got yes. Yes. Just letting you know now. (laughs) My number two is uh, Ozark part one. And my number one was Ozark part two. Uh, Hawkeye will launch on Disney plus. With two episodes, not just one, very similar to how WandaVision did it. Yeah, I think it's a good idea. Suck you in a little bit rather than just give you one a week. All right, I'm in. Yeah, well, this is a show we said we were finally into, and we were not into it at all until we saw that first trailer. Just I make it about was, Christmas time, and we're in. This is Hey, listen, it can't be any worse than fucking Home Alone, Sweet Home Alone, or whatever uh, that. Did you well, see that? No, if you're not one or two Home Alone, don't bother. Did, dude, did you see that they're doing a new Home Alone this year? Yeah, but it's... If and it's Pete Holmes is in it? I don't but, want it. 
Oh God, it was just brutal. Now the one of the one of the things he does to the robbers with a with the cue ball or a, a pool ball is, is pretty cool. But God, we do not need a, a British Home Alone. We just we just don't need it. Uh, but yeah, this show uh, it's a smart move to drop to. It's right around when Spider Man is coming out. You're trying to get people jacked up. It's kind of a lull right now, unless you count Venom for Marvel, because Shang Chi unfortunately is kind of forgotten about. Nobody yeah. talks about it. Um, Black Widow's dead and buried. Maybe Shang-Chi will get a little bit of a lift in November when it hits Disney Plus um, for for the included price of Disney Plus, which, by the way, is going up ten dollars. Um, they hit me with that email today. Uh, so I don't I just don't know. Um, but I think it's a smart strategy because you're go- this. How about this? This show needs to do well because nobody talks about what if at all. Loki to me was a disappointment. And it didn't take over Twitter. Uh, you know, very long after it ended. And it's been a while, simply. It's just yeah. been a while. So uh, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm happy with the decision. But this next decision, oof, boy, I don't know about this one. Uh, was it Stars or Showtime? I think Stars is doing the Continental, which is the John Wick prequel series. It found its Winston Scott, which is awesome. That's Ian McShane's character. Colin Woodell will be playing Winston Scott. And they also pulled in a pretty big fish to play Cormac. Mel Gibson. Yeah, I mean, always interested to bring Mel in, but it, he Mel's seems a to piece be, of shit. So it's kind of like he he seems to be doing better than what he was, and all <laughs> he's his still an anti everything piece of shit. Let's yeah, not forget it. I the, mean, you're not wrong. But, homophobic, but anti semitic piece of shit. But this guy Colin Woodell, he's you know he's fair, fairly new. I I did see him in The Purge. He was in the first season. He was in the main role, and he oh, was nice. in. A, he was in a few episodes of Masters of Sex. I know you saw the movie Searching with yes. John Cho. One of my favorites the, of the last couple of years. He was the 911 operator. So some, oh, there some, you little, go. some little things that he's been in. But I, I again, Ian McShane's character is Winston's great. So to hear how he kind of maybe got this, the Continental, I'm in. Cannot wait to watch. Except for Mel Gibson. <laughs> I don't think you probably don't. You don't have any real problem with the with the casting there. I mean, Not Mel. Good. I'm if good. Mel if Mel has rehabilitated himself to the point where he's no longer a piece of shit, I will. I mean, from, I, from everything that I I've been I hear on podcast shit like that, that he really changed it up. That he was if, going if he did everything, everybody deserves second chance or a third, fourth, or fifth. And supposedly he's finished. He's on the final draft of Passion of the Christ: The Resurrection with Jim Caviezel. And and let's not forget Mel Gibson's finest piece of work to date is Maverick, and so one of my favorite movies ever. I don't I mean, know why. Lethal Weapon. There's so many. But you can. There's so many great ones. And so yeah, I'm, if Mel has rehabilitated himself, I'm willing to give him a second chance. We all deserve them. God knows I'm not perfect. Although my daughters are getting baptized this Sunday, and I feel hey. like if I step foot into St. Anselm's again, my whatever piece of article of my body touches something holy will, b- will burn. <laughs> I'm very very concerned about the fact that my body may light the church on fire from how badly I burn. Um, that's okay. The Continental again. I think stars. John Wick preview. Check it out. Cowboy Bebop got a big sneak peek, and its debut trailer will be hitting next week. So we'll talk about that. Hopefully, by the it, hopefully it releases in time for episode two fifty seven. Uh, what did you think of this very very stylized first look at Cowboy Bebop? Yeah, I think it was called the Lost Sessions. Yes. Oh, I, I thought it was shot beautifully. I, I think they all look freaking great, especially John Cho. I think he looks like Spike. Obviously, the music it, it's fucking amazing. I'm glad they the original guys. Um, do I have his name by opening theme by Seatbelts composer Yoko Kano? Really Seatbelts? No shit. I used to listen to them 
Yeah, opening theme is called Tank by Seatbelts. Um, So we're going to get 10 episodes on Netflix, November 19th. This is it. I don't even need to see the. I think that just the lost session, just that alone got me hyped and I'm in and 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 I can believe him as Spike. My brother, listen, I, I definitely enjoyed that two minute lost sessions. If that if that whole series is that way, I could not do it. It was a lot. No, it, it, no it's not going to be all like that. No, I know, but like it was totally overbearing, and it was cool in that short spurt. But if I had to watch that for ten minutes, twenty minutes, that'd be that would be a lot. But it gave us a look into the into the wacky, wild side of these characters, the sarcasm, the like. I love when they put the black line down the middle and they push it out of the way and move over into it. Oh, if that, you want, that was fun. That was fun. If you want to do things like that and like these little. St- like kind of editing tricks or production elements are going to be a part of the show. That's cool. I hope the whole episode isn't a goddamn like fucking acid trip. Like that two minute thing was, but I thought it was really fun. I cannot wait for this show. I'm on episode 20 or 21 now of bebop. So you're almost done. done. I probably won't get to the movie because bebop is like really soon. It's coming to Netflix. What? Like November 19th or something. So, which is the same day as brilliant diamond and shining pearl, by the way. Uh, but boy, man, it was cool. I, I can't wait to see more of it. Simple as that. Uh, did you have any other thoughts about Cowboy Bebop? Go watch the anime. Get ready. Finish up. Get Come back for the show. Now, let me take over in gaming. We're going to start it big. It's our favorite. We got September's NPD. Yeah, and I love that the NPD group recently has moved to the top 20, not the top 10. It's just fun to talk about sales data i I don't know i've always liked that stuff so uh talking about the top 20 games for the month of september 2021 uh before i go into the list i'm just gonna say it was only out for a week in september or maybe even less than a week i don't remember if it was the 24th or the 29th but i'm very disappointed that cana bridge of spirits the ps5 or playstation i should say exclusive is not on this list uh people it's fucking fantastic and it's only 40 bucks please please go buy that game support that developer uh it's their first game ever and it's really good so number 20 mortal Kombat 11 and as always digital sales not included on nintendo games number 19 call of duty modern warfare from 2019 jesus yeah for real God. number 18 animal crossing new horizons number 17 super smash brothers ultimate uh now i would expect it to be there in october as well now that we got the announcement of Less sora character, yeah. and sora's out now and i played it i, sh- I should have put impressions in here for sora i played for two hours of sora um, so you loved them uh it was i just like to dive into the character it was he was really fun to play as uh number 16 assassin's creed valhalla Number 15, new to the list, WarioWare, get it together. Number 14, Minecraft. Number 13, Sonic Colors Ultimate. Number 12, Diablo Primeval Collection. Number 11, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Number 10, Life is Strange True Colors. Number 9, Miles Morales. Number 8, Ghost of Tsushima. Number seven, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. Nice to see. That's the final Call of Duty game for the month. Nice to see that it didn't even hit the top six. Nice to see. Number six, Deathloop. Number five, Diablo 2 Resurrected. Number four, this one's a shocker, JRPG, Tales of Arise. 
Number three, NBA 2K 2022. Number two, FIFA 2022. And number one, Madden 2022. A little little boring way to close it down, huh? August and September will always be Madden, and then October will be whatever, and November will be Call of Duty every year like fucking clockwork. What I'm excited for this year is December's NPD, because Halo comes out in December. Uh, Call of Duty will be out in in November, and Halo's going to be on Game Pass day one, and I don't know how you track that shit for sales. So I don't think it's going to be like, charting at the top of npd i'll be on the list but that doesn't mean that it doesn't sell well because everybody that has game pass is going to download that game so yeah there you go madden fifa and nba like geez louise next up nintendo don't fucked up yeah man i had originally planned this big rant about this and I really wanted to talk about it, but like the show just got really packed and the fandom had so much. So I really, I'm not going to go on like too big of a trip. I'm not going to shit on too much. No, they're getting shit on my friend. They're fucking idiots, but like, I'm not going to go on for 20 minutes. Uh, I'll start off by saying that I got very lucky and just happened to go on the Nintendo store. Like I do every morning just to browse at the right time. And within the first 10 seconds of them being available, I was able to get uh, two N64 wireless controllers for us. One for me, one for you. So I thank I you for that because I, I could not get one without you. Yeah, I did. Uh, and it's, we're the only two people that I know that got them. I know a couple of friends that have Switches tried and were unsuccessful. They were sold out by the time that they came out. Oh, wow. So like we were, I didn't even think like how lucky we actually got that. Oh, yeah. Well, they, they were sold out within an hour. So we got very lucky. Um, I would probably say less than that. We got, I mean, I'm telling you, like they just went on. It was like nine o'clock or 10 o'clock. It was 10 o'clock, like on the dot. It was when the animal crossing direct We got happened. lucky then I'll take it. I didn't give a fuck about that animal crossing direct. So I just went on the store instead and, and found it. But uh, anyway, so there's that. And then Nintendo announced, and this is where they fucked up. Nintendo announced that Nintendo switch online plus expansion pack, which is just a stupid N64 reference, um, which is going to include, the N64 games, the Sega Genesis games, which we all know, I already talked about how much that's stupid to include Genesis games when we already have a Genesis collection on Switch that we don't need to play online. They also said that this brand new $25 Animal Crossing DLC, uh, Happy Home Resort or some shit, will be available for free, or should I say included, in that expansion pack. So a little bit more value for those of us who don't give a shit uh, about animal crossing anymore well that does nothing so i think that's fake value that's number one but number two they announced the price and they're going to keep the 20 dollars tier so if you're happy at your 20 dollars tier you can stay there this is per year not per month so 20 dollars per year it's nothing you're good to go but if you want to add n64 games genesis games and this bullshit animal crossing dlc they've increased the price by 150% to $50 per year. Damn. And I, go ahead. I have one question I want to ask. Yeah. Do you think Nintendo will ever take away the $20 a year? It's a really good question. And I don't think so. Because their internet, like their online infrastructure, blows fucking chunks. 
it's by far the worst of the three to play an online game. They don't even have voice chat. Like it's a very bare bones service and you get a couple of Nintendo games, a couple of super Nintendo games. But if you want to play smash and you want to play Mario Kart and you want to go to other people's islands, you need it. And you want to go poke, you want to play Pokemon and battle people. You need it. So to lock that behind $50 is, is kind of pricey. So I think they'll always have that cheaper tier, but I could see them not really adding any more NES games or Super Nintendo games for quite a while, or maybe like drip feed them like one every six months because they're going to focus on this new expansion pack. But like to increase anything, 150% at one shot is a lot. There's a reason Netflix goes up a dollar a year and no one complains. Yeah. If it went up 10 bucks in one year and didn't get touched again for 10 years, people would have a problem because it's $10 at once. It's the chunk. But if you gradually go up, boom, 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 boom. Now, if they did the smart thing and when they announced the NES and Super Nintendo games or even like the new ones that dropped and made it 25 as opposed to 20 and they like gradually would have taken us there, it might have been received a little differently. It would have eased the pain a little bit. But to go up 150% from 20 to 50. Now, 50 is still cheaper than Xbox, and it's still cheaper than PlayStations per year. I would know. I pay for all of them. But, like, still, for what we're getting, we're not getting better netcode. We're not getting better online infrastructure. We're not getting a voice chat app. We're getting the same shit that you get for 20, but now we just get to play some N64 games that I already own. Yeah, you're you're better off just playing your goddamn N64. Now, I know that I am in the minority here that still owns an N64, a comper- completely perfectly working one with all these games that they're talking about. I'm very lucky that I own them. And by the way, my wife let me take my giant wall that's blank and make it the Nintendo wall in the basement. I will put photos up when that shit is done. Oh, damn. Everything I own is going up there. That's Nintendo. I'm buying shelving putting my N64, all my games, all of it's going up there. But Love that. I I am um I am concerned. I'm very concerned and there are so many people defending this. And it just makes me think, my god, at least I know that while I tend to sway towards Nintendo and I definitely 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 have given them a ton of passes in the past. It's nice to know that there are people out there that will suck that Nintendo, you know what? And I'm not one of them. This hey, we, we always appreciate your honesty here. You t- you tell it like it is, and, and you say it yourself, you're, you're you're a simp for Nintendo for most things, but I, I appreciate being honest rather than say, ah, it's only 150% increase. What is that? <laughs> What's 50 bucks? When you break it down monthly, it's $4 a month. That's not it. It's the value that you're getting for that money. For a 150%, aka $30 increase, I get to play Zelda. I get to play Mario 64, which you've already charged me for $60 in the collection the Mario 3D All-Stars collection. Now, like, it's cool that they're doing high resolution, so they're actually making them nice, like, look nice on the service. They're not going to be really shitty like they they are on the N64. And they're also obviously giving us the online components, which is nice. But Mario Golf, Snap, Pokemon Snap, F-Zero, Banjo-Kazooie, all those Majora's Mask, all the games that they showed us are coming in the future during the Direct, we still don't have a release window. We still don't know when they're coming. They're only dropping like eight games to start. Mario 64, yeah. which we already all have. Yoshi's Story. Uh, uh, Dr. Mario. Kirby. Like, I don't even know if Kirby's on there. Mario Tennis. Like, you just, we have 
aces. Like it just doesn't make any sense why they're drip feeding us. Just give it to us. They're in 60 fucking four games. If you don't have them ready to rock and roll, which by the way, it's uh, coming next week. So it'll be here really soon. I think it's October 25th or 28th. Something. So the service is dropping soon. <clears throat> Why would you drip feed us that? And why are you telling us it's $50 and these titles are coming, but you can't even give us a time frame? Could just say by end of year. Please just say that because then at least my $50 would go somewhere knowing I'm getting something eventually. But if you just say they're coming soon, you could drop one of them every three months and go tell us to fuck ourselves. We just don't know. And for $50, I don't give a flying shit about these Genesis games. Dude, give me fucking Game Boy. Give me at least a promise that we're getting more eventually because 50 is a lot to swallow when you're used to 20 and not everybody makes the money that you and I make and can just say, okay, fuck it. Cause I will have no problem doing it financially. Mentally it's going to suck, but like, it's not like I'm struggling for money. So like, that's not the problem. The problem is that $50 is going to who the fuck knows for what the fuck knows. And I don't like that at least. And I know why they did it. They future proof themselves. I can see why they did it. They did it now. So they don't have to go to 40 for this and then drop Game Boy and then tell us they're going to add 10 to it then. They're just fucking us right now in the ass now and then saying eventually, I'm sure they're going to add shit on eventually. But like, give us that promise. And yeah. I hope, hey, by the way, on our roadmap, Game Boy Color, Game Boy, maybe even Game Boy Advance, you know, Virtual Boy, whatever. Throw us a fucking bone to let us know our money's going somewhere. And because they did what they always do and gave us the most minimum amount of information possible, they fucked up. I, I love they did that, but we still bought a wireless N64 controller. And I'm going to upgrade like a fucking sucker. And I'm going to play. Yep. I'm going to stare at my N64 while playing N64 on my Switch. While playing the same games you already own. You know what? I'm going to do this. I'm going to put the game in my console and then play it on the switch just so I can really fuck myself <laughs> as you should. Oh God. Xbox is making a real series X mini fridge available exclusively through target. And actually it went on pre-order uh, the day before we recorded this on the 19th and it's and already sold out. I was painting my basement. So I missed it. Oh, uh, you wanted to get one. I didn't even know. They're only a hundred bucks. Oh, that's not bad. No, and it fits like four to six cans of b- soda. Like it's it. Wait, <laughs> it's wait, really what? Did you say the mini fridge only fits four to six cans? Something like that, like four to six, maybe eight. I don't know. I I don't have a scale of it, but the picture only showed four cans <laughs> inside of it. I would hope it fits more than that. If it's not, a, it's a waste it's a, of hundred bucks. It's a hundred dollars. Who cares? It's a hundred dollar fridge that looks like an Xbox. It looks awesome. It's perfect for a basement. If I'm having a couple friends exactly. over for a football game, yeah. throw some cold ones in there, and you got enough to get you through the game. Maybe. Depends on who we're invited, uh, but I wanted it. I was painting, so I actually missed it. Uh, Xbox said wave two will come in December. So hopefully I do uh, grab nice. one, but it is exclusive to target. So uh, kind of be aware of that. It looks just like a series X and pardon the pun. It's very cool. Hey, Elden ring has been delayed a month to February 25th. So not a big deal, but like, again, another game getting delayed that we all knew was inevitable because we haven't really heard anything about it since Summer Game Fest. But this is the problem. They're delaying it to the worst possible time. Uh, In February, that's the same month as the Saints Row reboot, Horizon Forbidden West, Dying Light 2, Destiny's Taken King or whatever the new expansion is going to be, and even more, Sifu and a bunch of other shit. I think March here, probably a smarter move, but what do I know? 
uh, you know, I, Elden I Ring can see them even pushing it back again. Why not? At this point, you know what I mean? exactly. If the pre-orders aren't there, give you know, give it time, push it back, make another blowout trailer to get people super pumped, and move it out of Horizon's way. Let Horizon shine. Let Saints Row shine for a bit. I don't know what's coming in March. I can't remember. There's so much shit that got delayed to, to Q1 2022. Um, nothing jumps out of my head for March. I can't really remember. Pokemon's in January. A bunch of shit's in February. So I think March probably the smarter move here. God of War is finally coming to PC on January 14th. If for whatever reason... You've never owned a PS4. You're not a console gamer. You've never played, seen, or heard of this, this is new for God the of Xbox War. People, this is it. Yo, yo, for real, this is it. For if you're a Enjoy, Nintendo you fan, if you're an Xbox fan, please do yourself a favor. God of War 2018 coming to PC, and all I can think about of is how cool this will be to play handheld on the Valve Steam Deck. I cannot wait mm. to see people doing that. I didn't even think of that. Could you imagine God of War 2018 handheld, like oh. looking as good as it does? Oh, that's got to be awesome, bro! I can't wait to see people like talking about that and playing. Like, it's gonna be cool. It's already wish listed on Steam. People have already been able to pre-order it, so you know it's coming to the deck. Boy, howdy! I am excited for this. For you, like Sam said, I didn't even think about this. For you Xbox fans, God of War PC, play it. Enjoy. And the last store we have in gaming, the next generation. The next-gen versions of Cyberpunk 2077 and The Witcher 3 had been unsurprisingly delayed into quarter one of 2022. And water is wet. Uh, like, fuck That's these. Fuck we're, we're, back we're back with our delays. We, this, somebody put it on Twitter perfectly. Uh, why are you surprised? This game should have come out in 2022 to begin with, not 2020. Ooh. I'm speaking more for Cyberpunk. I mean, like, like, this game's a mess. And we all knew because they were radio silent. Yeah. Uh, on on the next gen versions that it was or the current that it's going to get delayed and now we know Q1 2022 I'm sure that'll change to Q2 because by the way by the way I don't know if this is calendar or fiscal because the gaming calendar goes until the end of March for the year so Q1 2022 is technically technically the second half of calendar 2022 so they bought themselves almost a year here. And I'm still, not, I'm still not confident. I'm still not confident. I can't recommend that you buy this game just to burn it. If you need to get yourself through a cold winter's night, it's $10 at Best Buy right now. Go pick it up and burn that some bitch. Sam, bring us home with your OG CGC spotlight. Okay, spotlight, like I mentioned, uh, we mentioned the Court of Owls, and I got this book last week. Perfect timing, literally, I think a day or two before DC Fandom. This is Batman number two. This is from December 2011. This is a Scott Snyder story, Greg Capullo and Jonathan Glappin art and Greg Capullo cover. This is a 9-8 white pages. I had this book a while ago and I sold it for to pay for God knows what. But this is the first appearance of William Cobb as Talon. So when you're talking about the Court of Owls, this is Talon, William Cobb, this is his first appearance. I always, As soon as I sold it, I was like, I'm going to have to get this book. Again, I just know because I just love the Court of Owls run. This was like one of my favorite, like newer Batman runs in like the last twenty years. Um, also, to note, I went on GoCluck. You like it's a website where you can go and check like sales and and and, and data CGC, and I, they note the first cameo appearance of the Court of Owls. 
I remember I asked CGC to note that, but I believe they denied me. It's one of the books they didn't note. They just denote, noted the first appearance of Talon. And the reason it's a cameo, if I'm not mis- mistaken, it's been a while since I read the story, but I think you see a picture of the Court of Owls. I think that's that's why it's called a cameo. So I wish CGC did note that. I think that would be, you know, I think more people would, would send this book and they get graded if they knew it was, oh, it's the first cameo, you know, speculators and shit. So there's a total of 403 copies on the census, 245 being nine eights. That was the only one I got. To me, if you're getting a modern book, you're it, it, it and you want it graded. If you want it raw, it's a different story. You don't care. But if you want it graded, you got to get the nine eight pages. I, I nine six nine four. I, I I just don't. It's it's too new. 2011. It's not like it's a vintage book. I feel like this is almost a book where you can go on eBay and you can always see a couple copies for sale. But if you, you need a good story to read, check out the 2011 run by Scott Snyder, The Court of Owls. This was Batman 2. I love this episode. We got it all done in less than an hour and a half. And I, uh, Mike, man, I wish, Mike, you could have been with us. But for all for an hour of the fandom almost, 45 minutes, whatever it was, to get this done in not less than 90, I think that's an accomplishment. Oh, I, I agree. This definitely could have been a, a two-hour pod. And my voice is hoarse. I'm ready to watch the third period of the Flyers and go to sleep, my friends. Thank you so much. Nope. Thank you so much (laughs) to everybody. By the way, I'm in a fantasy basketball league this year for the first time ever. I think I drafted the best team. I don't know shit about basketball. I just took all players I knew. And I feel like if this was 2015, I would have won the title. Like I have uh, Carmelo on my team and Blake Griffin. Andrew yeah, Wiggins. you have everyone who's like on the last year of their fucking contract. <laughs> Russell Westbrook, Kevin Durant. Like, I'm rocking and rolling. But anyway, everybody, thank you so much for hanging out with us. This has been episode 256. We'll see you next week for episode 257. At long last, Baltimore Comic Con. Here I come. Hey!